Hi, Manoj. I've been running a local search ads campaign. Initially, it was manual CPC with enhanced CPC, okay? Now it is max click and seeing some improvement in clicks and leads. What else is better? Well, I always say this to everyone, if it is working, don't touch it. Why do you want to touch anything when it is going well? It's like going on a motorway 70 miles an hour. You'll just leave that accelerator down or on cruise control, right? You're not going to keep put it, push, uh, putting the brake down every uh, few minutes or so. You're going to slow down. So if something is working, if max clicks is working, which is not my favorite um, uh, bidding strategy, but if it's working for you, I'm not going to say to you or change it to target CPA or whatever. Yes, what you can do is copy that campaign and set up a new one. Don't touch that one, which let it run. Set up a target CPA or target ROAS and see what happens if it improves or not. So that's what I would do. Um, never touch anything which is working. Just keep scaling it and adding more negative keywords. Find them through the search query report. Add even more keywords which are converting and you haven't got them in, or search queries which you haven't added them in your uh, keyword list. And that's what I would do. Hi, Ali Abidi. From Karachi, my hometown. So, very warm welcome here. Um, if you have to hire some resource for Google Ads, what's the first attribute you look into the individual? Great question. So, I guess you want to expand your team. So, there's two ways you can hire people. Uh, sometimes, uh, quite often we will hire somebody who doesn't know anything so we train them we teach them our systems our workflows and so on it may take them a little bit of a while six months to a year so we start them as an intern as a junior and then as they get the confidence they get better we uh, progress them um, with the with the job as well sometimes you need somebody who is good so what you want to do is in the interview process just don't look at the CV and see what they've done in the past which companies they worked in and so on do a, a live audit like this open up your screen one of the accounts and says okay tell me how you how you would look at this account how are you going to audit this and potentially what are the leakages and the wastage in this account and how are you going to stop it to make it more profitable because when you are talking to somebody face to face there's no hiding hiding place right a lot of marketers shy away from going live like this because they don't know what is going to be thrown at them i don't know what questions are going to pop up and i do bring them up on the screen i'm not saying i know everything sometimes i don't know so i'll be honest enough and i said look i don't know this or i'm not the best person to ask this question 
So it's no shame in not knowing anything. It's just you keep on learning as you go. So I think if that is your question, then that's how I would do it. But if you're looking at some resource for hiring, then you need to have your hiring SOPs in place. And that we can talk about in, in one of the other sessions if you, if enough people need it to know how to hire people. Hi, Fatima. I'm getting clicks from my Google ads, but not getting the calls. Okay. So have a look at the, you need to do two things. First of all, um, definitely change the ad. Look at your keywords as well, because if you're not getting the calls, that means irrelevant people are clicking on the ads without reading it and wasting your budget and then they don't call because it's a two-step process, right? First, the click on the call, and then they have to call or click the button on the, on the phone to start the call. So I would for sure look at the keywords. Uh, don't go broad. Try running with phrase or exact match first and see if that improves. That should solve that problem. For emergency, I don't know what sort of uh, call ads you are running. For emergency kind of calls, so like the one which I just showed you for emergency plumbing, you need to shoot for around 50% conversion rate. So emergency dentist, locksmiths, plumbers, so any kind of emergency um, type of service which you are running, you need to shoot for around 50% and we get that all the time. Um, and that's our benchmark. We need to one into clicks or calls converts into um, a lead or a customer. Yes, Manoj, that's also a good thing. But I think what she, what is happening with Fatima is she's not driving traffic to the to the website she's just um, she may be driving traffic to the website and if that is the case then yes absolutely improve the landing page uh, thank you for that adding that as well so it's not only only about google ads it you got to look at your offer your pricing what is the call to action on the website people can't find that call to action or oh, what do i do i've clicked on the ad i've come to the website don't know what to do now and then they bounce off so absolutely uh, look at your web page as well. What about starting the ad with the brand name and pin it? Yes, so if you are running for a branded campaign, then pin, pin the headline one for sure. Because if Roto Rooter is my branded keyword, so branded keywords or branded terms we always keep them as a separate campaign for two reasons first of all we don't want the budget to be used up by non-branded uh, keywords because non-branded keywords will always have a, a, a lot higher search volume than a branded one and secondly so we don't get limited by budget for branded campaigns always remember never be limited by budget because people have gone to google and put in your name rotor router or whatever it may be they know exactly what they want to look for what who where to go to 
you know, buy Nike running shoes, they know that they want to buy the Nike brand and not just any other running shoes. So always uh, create a campaign for the branded terms and the branded campaigns are separate. And ideally um, in our agency, we want unlimited budget for that because they convert very well. It's not about throwing and wasting on the client's money. Absolutely not. It always converts very well. And that is your most profitable uh, campaigns as well. Okay, in my case, it's the other way around. I'm looking to have hands-on experience as well to improve my knowledge. Okay, you want to get associated with me if possible? Um, sure, uh, send us an email, see and tell us um, who you are, what you do and what you can offer. And we consider everyone. We're always looking to add people to our team anyway. So by all means, yeah, send us and get in touch with us. Can we track the WhatsApp text originated from website? Yes, you can click on the, you can track the clicks on the web, WhatsApp through Google Tag Manager is the easiest way. And we have got a lot of clients, especially e-commerce websites, e-commerce clients as well. When somebody is making a, or before they made the purchase, they want to inquire about the size or the color or the delivery or the charges or whatever it may be. They will go on the uh, WhatsApp and they're going to uh, inquire and then go and make that purchase or that conversion. So WhatsApp is always good to good to have. How to track the calls originated from website? So you will need to set up uh, the calls from website um, as a conversion. So the call extension is called from ads. The calls from website is tracked and you need to track it by setting up a conversion action in your, uh, in your Google ads account. And then you uh, track it. So it's fairly straightforward. So the verification URL, which I just showed you, and also the phone number uh, for the call ads, that is um, how, it will verify for the call extension, but on the website, when they click and then they see the number, the Google call, it replace, Google replaces it with the Google uh, call forwarding number. And then Google is going to track which ones came through the ads. Okay, so I can't read your name. I guess you're a police officer of some kind. Uh, <laughs> Uh, yeah, I think, I think it's in Hindi. Yeah, unfortunately, I don't read Hindi. How should you run ads for your clients if they don't have Google Ads account? Should you run your ads from your own account or not? We don't. We never take a clients if they don't have the account. Because some agencies do, and they will run in their own account because they don't want to show how they are doing what they are doing in and how they have set up the campaigns and everything. I'm not saying that that's not ethical, but we work with complete and total transparency with our clients. So they can go into 
any of the campaigns in their account and see what's happening or what's not happening, how much work has been done or not done, right? So we don't hide anything. And the second thing which I would highly recommend, and this is from years of experience is never use your own billing for client accounts unless you are working with some big companies, you know, enterprise level and you've got all your terms and conditions and contracts and everything in place, you've done the credit checks, etc. then absolutely not a problem. But I'm talking in general terms, let the client look after their billing. So all you are doing is running ads for them. They pay Google directly. Because if they don't pay you and you racked up $10,000 worth of ads, Google are going to ask you to pay them, pay, pay them and not your clients, even if you have run that ca campaign for your clients. So don't make that expensive uh, mistake. 